This is the House of Pop Culture. I'm Anthony Donovan. Durwood Murray. Amy Meredith. And Joe Reese. And for the next hour or so, we're going to be talking your face off about all things pop culture related. Now, guys, we were supposed to be taking an extended leave, and then a funny thing happened on the way to poverty. Our, <laughs> our patrons from Patreon stumped up enough cash for us to keep producing new episodes. Thank you, patrons. And these gold-plated microphones. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I honestly say that that means that as of right now, the House of Pop Culture is 100% patron-funded. Hey, well, you know, at least for like, the next like two or three episodes. Yes, <laughs> yeah. for the time being. But we want to say a very this special episode. thank you to uh, everyone, yeah. all of our patrons. Uh, you guys are the reason we do this. And we, we are so grateful and appreciative because we love doing this. And now because of you, we get to keep doing it. Yay! Yay! Quick yeah. story about patrons. One of them actually met me on the street, gave me some Goldenberg's peanut chews because they heard on the podcast how much I love them. So, Aww. mad shout out to that patron. That's pretty. Love you. That's pretty awesome. That's All right. Well, and yeah. now that we're jumping right back into it, we have a wonderful topic, and I have sound engineer Joey to thank for this because he's the one who pitched oh, it. Really? Because this was hard. It's it's a hard topic, yes. but it's it's a good topic. So you know, Joey picked it. Now, <laughs> now many times in the music world, there have been bands that have made their mark and done their great music, and then a member of that band has broken off into a solo career. And sometimes, what will happen is that the solo artist actually produces greater, better, more successful ABC material than who, with their bands. And we thought, let's compile a list of the people from bands who made better stuff in their solo career and went on to become greater than their bands. So uh, let's do this. All right. All right. I'm about it. So I gave everybody homework to come up with a few. And so we're going to do a little round the table. We might have some overlap. And then, of course... Might. <laughs> and then, of course, I uh, took to the interwebs. I know. Is it is, it? is it? Is it? It is some fun facts. Ooh, it's been so long since a fun although, fact. Although, here's the thing. This time, they may actually be facts. Oh, wow. What? And, okay. I, and I had fun looking them up. Oh, I, I never doubt the fun. At, well, there was that one episode where no, I don't think was it was a fun. fun. That wasn't fun. Yeah, <laughs> but the the we, Fall from Grace episode was not fun. All right. I'm going to start. Sounds good. All right. So, I'm going to start with... Joan Jett. Damn it, that was my number three. <laughs> <laughs> Derwood looks confused. Joan Jett, of Joan course, Jett a was... member of the Runaways. Oh, uh, I thought she was a member of Climax. And she my would bad. stop it. <laughs> Although, could you imagine? Oh, wouldn't that I got be a, a meeting in the ladies' room. <laughs> <Does> <laughs> no, I know, yes, yeah. the Runaways. I, I don't know where I was going with that impression. She does not sound like <laughs> Teddy Pendergrass. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joan Jett. Uh, <laughs> so, and now I'm imagining Teddy Pendergrass doing I Love Rock and Roll. Anyway, enough about my imagination. The Runaways, of course, were a group uh, who had a couple of notable members. Yes. Uh, Lita Ford was a member of the Runaways. Yep. Yep. Um, she certainly didn't make this list. Uh, no, no shade to Kiss Me Deadly. That um, was my number four. No, I'm just kidding. Also, I think that one chick from the Bangles was in the Runaways. Uh, there was a chick Susanna from the Hoffs? No. No, no, no. In no. the... one of the others? No, I don't think that's <laughs> That seems it seems too old. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I mean granted they were I think granted they were all like twelve year old twelve years old when they're in the runaways. True. But, which I will say that the um the I runaways can... movie that they did yeah. that was Pretty, pretty good, yeah. and that's saying something considering Kristen Stewart was in it. I, now, actually, I will she say, was good as Joan if, Jett. What, if you don't, if you bypass all the Twilight acting, she's <laughs> actually a very good actress. Like, and <laughs> so Mickey Steele from the Bangles was a member of the Runaways. Oh, oh. she played big. It's drum <laughs> <laughs> for the Bangles. Tibbery. Yes. Um, <laughs> even though I do like a few songs of the Runaways, I do prefer Joan Jett. Yeah. I think, yeah. yeah. No, I agree. I'll go ahead and agree with that. Yeah. All right, Joe. Well, what did the Runaways really do other than Cherry Bomb? Well, there's well, that other. Like... No, there's another song that it's. Oh shit! I can never remember cater the name to of it, creepy like old it. men. It's called Teenage Justice or something like that. I like the song, but I can never remember the name of it. You know how yeah. I am with songs. Mm-hmm. Joe. So my number five. Is Mr. Rod Stewart? What group was Rod Stewart in? The Faces and the Jeff Beck group. 
Which is a case in point because <laughs> most people don't know that. And then I'm um, gonna say, good job, Joe. Yeah. So wow. obviously he did a much better job as a solo artist. I had no idea. I mean, Maggie May alone. Will I just, mean, I'm 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 a little embarrassed. I don't know this, but does Rod Stewart play an instrument? No, no, he was you know he was just a lead singer. Yeah. Uh, I heard he was really good at playing the skin flute. <laughs> um. The look that you're imagining all of us giving Durwood right now is precisely the look exactly. we are all giving yeah. Durwood right now. Four of us. Yeah. yeah. I think this yeah. is the first time because usually one of us kind of is like, eh. mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I learned something new today. I think I'm going to wow, learn things I'm, today. Wow, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I'm Joe, dropping some music knowledge. I mean, yes. granted, it was like classic rock music nice. knowledge. So I know. That, I, yeah. I, was, I haven't been this impressed with you since you named all members of JJ Fad. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was drunk because I can't do it again. <laughs> it's kind of like the words to the, it's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> All right, Durwood. Uh, I'm just going to take a, an obvious one off the table. I'll go with Justin Timberlake. From NSYNC. Yes, he was yes, an honorable mention for me. I don't like NSYNC, and I don't like Justin Timberlake, so I know. I'm a null. Okay. You are wrong on both accounts. I'm, first I'm first of all, we know how, I mean, my, my personal bias aside... Uh, for me, NSYNC uh, made the best music and was the most talented of the boy band explosion of the late 90s. Agreed. Bar. I no, would I, not I, call yeah. Justin Timberlake the most talented member of NSYNC. J.C. Shazay's vocals cannot be fucked with. Right, right. It's true. In However, many ways, Justin has the career J.C. should have had. Right, but I mean... Uh, Timberlake's the one who made it happen. Timberlake is the one who made it happen, but I think Timberlake is a better writer, producer, and musician yeah. than JC proved to be. So, uh, yeah, so probably he, also so, a better actor as well. Uh, I do I know, like, I'm going to go with Lance Bass as the... I do he like that one. Was he, yeah, he, he was, was in sync. Okay. I do like that one Justin Timberlake song, the one about uh, drinking. Oh, Drink You Away. I like that song. The one, yeah. See, I can never remember names of songs. <laughs> That, that, Are that you sure you I actually like. listen to music? Yeah. <laughs> all right. You yeah. don't have to know the name to songs. I, well, I love Thank Justin you. Timberlake. I love, there are many I love songs that don't music. actually have the name in it. I did so not want to. I did not want to like Justin Timberlake when he first went solo. I did yeah. not want to like him hair, at all. Right? I'm, it oh, was the ramen hair. It, it, it was. It was a whole lot of stuff that I didn't want to like about him. And then his first tracks came out, and I was just like. Ah, that can't be that dude. That's Usher. I swear to God, Usher. And it kept. And it was Justin Timberlake hit after hit after hit, and I was just like. Fuck, I think I like this guy. There is a <laughs> likability factor to him. And I saw this in him when he was 11 years old on the set of the Mickey Mouse Club. And I used to bounce ba uh, tennis balls off, not tennis balls, beach balls off his head because I was bored. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> basketballs, that'd be horrible. And that would, <laughs> yes. Kid, he was Medicine balls. <laughs> <laughs> Young Anthony Donovan abused <laughs> Timberlake as a child. I was Justin Timberlake's bully. <laughs> no. I, Sing Timberlake! I, I was not. Uh, but no, he's he's got a great likability factor, and I, and and I I think his music's great. I mean, I think in in this day and age in music, we are so desperate to find the next dot dot dot. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, people throw the word genius around a little too willy nilly, and I've heard him called yep. a genius. Mm -hmm. oh, I would not no. go that far. I wouldn't go that I'm far. Sure Jimmy Fallon called him a genius. You know, Jimmy <laughs> Fallon night. has a love for Justin Timberlake that Jessica Biel can only dream of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I love Justin Timberlake. You're up. Okay, um, I'm also going to go with probably the, I, I was going to say the most obvious, Michael Jackson. Yeah, he was on my list too. I mean, number two on my list. Of course, you, Michael Jackson, not? originally well, of the Osmonds. I, I thought somebody else with the Osmonds. <laughs> now, and, and like for me, it's not fair to do it like on a commercial success thing because really nobody can top Michael Jackson in that. But as far as the quality of music goes, like per capita, mm -hmm. I, I really think – and it's a close race because the Jackson 5 had some fantastic oh, music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, absolutely. They yeah. really did. And I, I actually love some of their deeper cuts. But, um, yeah, no, Michael, much like Justin, grew up and went on and, and found his artistry. And Michael Jackson was a genius. Mm -hmm. And, I, I, of course, I mean, you know, it's just – yeah, there, there's just – there's but no – How can you compare that to Dynamite? By Jermaine? You <laughs> – First of all, props for making that pull. I'm not even going to lie. Uh, I guess my centipede joke would be kind of less than now, right? <laughs> a, a little bit. A little bit. But, uh, yeah, no, no, other no comparison. other reference I was going to make. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, there, uh, here's the thing. You do, you do make a really good point about the Jackson 5 having uh, 
a very deep catalog mm-hmm. and a lot of great stuff. But just with what all Michael was able to do and what he became and things like that. And if you think about would the Jacksons have been able to be would the Jackson five been what they were without Michael? Absolutely yeah. not. Exactly. And so I, I think he well, he I was think, showing exactly how great he was even then. Even with Michael, I don't think they would have been able to sustain as a group. Mm, age? Yeah. I huh. I think I don't think You think the novelty would have worn yeah, off? I do. It's true. They did start to fall off once they let Randy in the well, group. God damn. Well, because they did do the Jacksons again. Why would be the only Jackson they don't let in the group? <laughs> you heard Randy sing? Nobody has heard Randy sing. <laughs> For good Studio damn reason. have not heard Randy sing. <laughs> Hell, I bet you that Marlon couldn't pull Randy out of a lineup. <laughs> Nobody remembers Randy Jackson. The one, the one thing I remember most about Randy Jackson is when they had the Motown 25 special, right? So it's the first time Michael Jackson performs Billy Jean. As soon as he's done, they have a Jackson Five reunion, right? So they're doing um, uh, "I Want You Back," ABC, "The Love You Save," right? And they're ending their medley, and then all of a sudden, Randy comes walking on the stage. You hear Michael go, "Randy!" and the crowd goes apathetic. <laughs> it is nothing but dead silence. Well, he's probably just, like, just asking oh. who had the Rolls Royce that was he brought up from valet. <laughs> Also, what the fuck did Randy Jackson ever do to me? Damn. Anyway. <laughs> Damn. I'm just happy you finally got off Tito's back. Well, you know, the All Tito right. salt is real. <laughs> oh my God. Back to me. I'm going uh, to stay in the boy band genre. Oh. I'm going to say Robbie Williams. Ah, he was on my list, actually. Yes. Really? Uh, yeah. I didn't even think of that <laughs> You're a Robbie Williams fan. A big on one. I've been dick since the 90s. I'm just like, wow, okay. Robbie oh. Williams was uh, part of Take That. Yes, yes, and his music is far superior well, to Take yeah, and, That. And Take That only had one hit in the U.S. That was back in 95. Such a great song. Such a great um, song. But all over the world, they were hugely popular. But you were right. Robbie Williams just oh, absolutely yeah. flew into the stratosphere with his solo career. And yep. I, I love his music. I do, too. Oh, what's that one song I love by Robbie Williams? You mean you can't remember the name of a song? Hmm. Mm. You must not be a music mm. fan. Uh, no, I Yo. think my head's just too full of uh, actual hip-hop songs. And um, boobs. Uh, he, has, he has a couple songs I like. I can't remember the names, but anyway. He's awesome. Yeah, he is. He's great. Great performer. Well, and if you haven't listened to some of his stuff, go seek him out, because he is awesome. His 2000 album, Sing When You're Winning, was like life-changing. That's like my favorite record, and not just because he's super it's naked good. on the inside liner notes. <laughs> is, that, is that after, or did that have Millennium on it? That was after Millennium. Gotcha. That one had Rock DJ on it. Oh, yeah. gotcha. That's a great song. I'm upset because he's actually playing Vegas next year. And we Anthony heard about it, and I jumped on there to buy tickets. Mm-hmm. Sold out in less than like two hours yep. in Vegas. I'm so pissed. People love Robbie where, Williams. Where's where he playing? Um, One of the hotels. Is it, <laughs> is it the joint? As opposed to just a, an empty field in saying. Vegas? No, it's, oh. it's, a, it's a smaller venue. Um, well, it, the joint's no, super small. It's like small. either the wind He's playing or, at the Encore Theater. Encore. Oh. Yeah. It's not a big venue. Yeah. Which is at the win. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joe. My number four, also going way back, as we're not surprised with me. Uh, and this is tough because the band he was in actually put out some good albums, but they're only around for a couple albums. But Lou Reed. Hmm. Whoa. I, thank Sound you, Sound engineer Joey, Joey I, just threw I, something. Well, and I think something, it's just as good. And Velvet Underground was great. And I love... But, you know, I love Lou Reed's solo work. I'm just pissed you took something off my list. Oh! <laughs> I thought, I'm like, I did not know Joey had that like, deep love for Joey's the Velvet so Underground. Joey's representing for Nico. He's mad. <laughs> I, I have a huge love for the Velvet Underground. Okay. Yeah, I didn't think it was that. I'm, I'm pissed you took something off my list. And, and I, I, I did get to see um, him perform at fourth and b so that was pretty sweet too back so. when there was a fourth and b yeah mm. well it's still there they're honestly, redefining awesome for the last 10 years <laughs> honestly i don't know n- enough to say either way I-, I trust joe and i believe his i believe his judgment oh, i would sure. get i would get down with more lou reed than velvet underground all right you probably heard more yeah. Lou reed than i mean uh, yeah yeah Durwood. all right this one may be debatable but i'm going to submit it to the room for your approval Lionel Richie. I debated because it's it's oh. it's. Mm, uh, mm. Think about it. I will say it's a debatable. I mean, Look, like it depends on my mood. I love say you say me. 
That is Look, like that Lionel is... Richie had a lot of hits, but the, the the question is, are his solo hits better than what the Commodores did? I I, I think it's I think it's arguable. I would I would make that argument. I grew up on all night long and all of that stuff. So that that's my jam. And it was until it wasn't until much later that I even discovered the Commodores. Uh, and that he was, you know, a part of them. And then realizing that most of the stuff that I just associated with Lionel Richie was actually the Commodores. Yeah. Because Lionel Richie was the Commodores. So um I I think it's I think it's debatable. And I would love to know what, what other people think about that. And I think that's, that's interesting. And I think that's sometimes the hard thing with this topic is so many of the people that went on to the solo career when you think about the band they were in a lot of times it's like oh yeah it was that person and the rest of the band Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. also too I would make it's two I think the Commodores and Lionel Richie's solo career are two different genres really yeah Hmm. Um, that's fair yeah that's fair which but, makes it, which I think makes it really difficult. difficult to compare. But also keep in mind the the bulk of their hits were in two different decades. True. So mm-hmm. music had changed by the time Lionel started to blow up on his own. So you it, you it almost makes you wonder since Lionel Richie was essentially the driving force of the Commodores, did his solo music wind up being what the Commodores would have sounded like anyway had they continued? That's a good question. I from what I understand, not really, because I understand from the way I hear it. The big driving force of Lionel Richie going solo was the stuff that he was trying to get the Commodores to do. Oh, and they're like, "No, we want Tuskegee Funk." Well, yeah, exactly. And he's like, "No, I want Adult Radio." <laughs> they they wanted Brick House. Right. He wanted Hello. Uh, you know, I love Hello. <laughs> Team Commodores on their own. But no, uh, Brick House versus uh, Easy Like Sunday Morning. You know, so he wanted to do more of that kind of stuff, and and the stuff that the the slower Hello right. is the stuff that he wanted to push the Commodores to do, and they're just like. Uh, we want to get down though. What about the hip hop, baby? Yeah. Huh. So. Yeah, I would say that's debatable. Boy, um, I'm gonna go for another one uh, here that I feel very similar to the Justin Timberlake type situation. Beyonce. Oh uh, yeah, she was on my. Honorable. She, she was on my honorable mention list. It's obvious. I I really <sighs> liked Destiny's Child, but I don't like either. Beyonce. I mean, she's she's uh, Lemonade is an incredible album because of Jack White. <sighs> I disagree because he had a, his involvement in that wasn't as as full. I love the whole album. You love those two songs, right? Because you know, of Jack White. And Jack White <laughs> it does amazing shit with her on that album, but that whole album is really really good. Still looking for a good price on the vinyl because I refuse to pay forty dollars for it. But um, <laughs> I yeah no I, I think that that I used to joke all the time in the late nineties that. Uh, Destiny's Child was basically practice for Beyonce's solo career. Uh, yeah. And it turned out to be correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't lie. I didn't like Destiny's Child and her, her, the the rhythm and cadence of her vocals make me nervous. Oh no, she does a lot of caterwauling. Yeah, it yeah. makes me antsy. And she's she's a good singer. I would not rate her as one of the greatest singers. No, but she's got stage but presence. But sometimes you, you don't have to be a great singer. No, so. not at all. I just I, I always I I always like to point out that I remember a time when Beyonce was the third best singer in her own group. <laughs> Damn. And was well, this her, was this no, her, it's it's true. A. Was this her solo career? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean no, Beyonce. I mean her her commercial success, her her star, and how bright it shines, and her marriage to Jay Z. It's yeah, her she, amazing performance in that elevator. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, straight up. So no, I I, de- I definitely get that. It's just uh, the thing about it is I I always debate whether or not Destiny's Child Destiny's Child was ever really a group. No, they totally weren't. Yeah. So. Yeah. But you know. Back to me. <laughs> I'm gonna say Peter Gabriel. Oh, see, he was this on is my better honorable. than Genesis. This is another one where it gets tricky for me. Why? Huh. Because I far prefer the work of Genesis post Peter Gabriel. You mean with Phil Collins? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm waiting for Joey to throw something at me for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I, I love Peter Gabriel. I love Peter Gabriel. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, to me, that's another close one. I'm not as familiar enough with Peter Gabriel's solo stuff to be able to make a judgment. I know Sledgehammer. That's about it, though. You know big time. Oh, that, okay. Then, yeah, you know I know in those. in your eyes. That was Peter Gabriel? Yeah. Yep. Holy shit. All right. Yeah, then I'm I'm gonna go with Peter Gabriel's I better mean, than Genesis. Don't give up with Kate Bush. Come on, 
No, I don't. I'm <laughs> sorry, you lost, lost me. It. It's some yeah. white people shit, but it's mm. really good. I right. I love Peter Gabriel. I so for me, better than Genesis. Steam. Oh, the Barry Williams show. Yes, I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah, I had Joan Jett as my next one. <laughs> good job, Durwood. Uh. Since Michael Jackson was on my list, I'm gonna throw another debatable one out there for you. Go ahead. This one, this one, I debated with myself about. All right, I'm excited. Oh man, this is—it's even hard for me to say. Just once you hear it, you'll know, Anthony knows why. Once he hears me say it, Bobby Brown. I was wondering when that was gonna come up. <laughs> That's so hard, though. It, yeah, it's so hard because. Mm, okay, so th- first of all, think about New Edition with Bobby Brown. Amazing. Then Bobby Brown left. New Edition had that one album without Bobby Brown. It was just four of them. It was like, eh. But then Johnny Gill came, and they did any heartbreak, and that shit was the shit. Uh, if and, it isn't love. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great, the jam. great track. But then Bobby Brown did Don't Be Cruel. Don't Be Cruel, though. A seminal R&B album. Don't Be Cruel. Right, I thought and, you were just talking about the song. <laughs> also, that song, true. That was Don't Be Cruel has the honor in my life of being the first song that I've ever referred to as my jam. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's Bobby, very very if you're true. Listening, you should feel honored. You should feel honored <laughs> right? that a ten year old in right? in Virginia. <laughs> but seriously, all of New Edition stuff against all of Bobby Brown stuff. I would agree with you. It's hmm, uh, it's a tough one. Because my prerogative is 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 that's a, a fucking amazing. Yeah. It's, a song. It, it's a good it, song. I mean that that album basically ushered in New Jack Swing. It, yeah. Yeah, thank you, Teddy Riley. Thank but you, yeah, Teddy Riley. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's, yeah. I would go with that. But with uh, with as much as I love New Edition. I know, I'm kind of surprised at you. But Bobby Brown is kind of undeniable. Honestly, I really can't point to a single New Edition song or album that made as much of an impact as Don't Be Cruel. I, I would because, argue. I mean, they, were, they were a novelty act when they were kids. When they were kids, yes. But they matured but that's where their and best showed their talent. were. Mm, disagree. And, uh, you me- we mentioned Any Heartbreak. Yeah. I would put Any Heartbreak up against Don't Be Cruel. Mm. I absolutely would. Uh, Teddy Riley versus Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd uh, put them head to head. I don't see a clear winner. A Titan against a Titan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> Joey got it. <laughs> But yeah, I I'm surprised at you. Why are you surprised because at me? Because I know your love of New Edition. Right. Well, Bobby Brown was part uh, of New Edition, so he saying. he gets the love too. But uh, I'm just you know. So Ralph Tresvant just did nothing for you with his solo career. Uh, I mean, nah. I mean, Stone Cold Gentleman's a good song. Yeah, and a hey, sensitivity is a good song. Also, honestly, look, Riz, honestly, Riz was always the most talented of them. But yes, well, Ralph Tresvant got caught up in the wave. Yeah, because by that he was the last one to drop a solo mm-hmm. album, and by that point, like Bobby Brown was huge. Belva the- DeVoe was taking over radio. Johnny Gill was starting to you know blow up. Uh, even at that point, I think uh, Boys to Men were coming around also. Yeah. So yeah, Ralph Tresman, and you know why? What took him so long? Fucking loyalty. Two. To new edition. Oh. He had, they had been begging him to go solo. The producers <laughs> had been begging him to go solo. The other band members, please, please Ralph. Please. Please. Go solo. Spread your please. wings and fly, Ralph. No, no, no. no. I, I, I like the band. It's like, get off our couch. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. You haven't showered in weeks. Get no. off the couch. You Ever, don't have to go, go solo, solo, but go you solo. can't stay here. <laughs> Ever since Popcorn Love, he was always the most talented of that group. And he was always encouraged to go solo. But those were his friend those were his brothers. And so he stuck with them forever. Even though they all made solo records? Because the plan was they were just going to do that as side projects and always come back together. Mm-hmm. Once he saw that wasn't going to happen. Well, they did in 96. They did eventually, yes. But it was supposed to happen before. It was supposed to happen concurrently Weren't with Belbit the Del Bar Fair this year? How dare you? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with playing the Del Mar Fair. I've seen plenty of good acts at the Del Mar no, Fair. No, I have too, but it was I the way she said it. She knows, she knows how she said that. <laughs> She's she mm, she knows what she meant by that. And I'm I'm not I'm not happy with it, Amy. I'm not happy with it one bit. You can headline at the Meadowlands or you can <laughs> it for me at the Meadowlands or headline at the TikTok Inn. New edition. Uh, let's let's move on. I'm a little bit upset right now. Del Mar Fair. Your turn. <laughs> and Amy, that is incorrect. It is now the San Diego County Fair. Oh, my bad. That happens in Del Mar. My bad. At the Del Mar racetrack. My bad. Anthony? Where you can get fried Oreos. (laughs) On top of fried chicken. You're up. Okay. 
fried zucchini. You don't have anything, do you? I don't think I do. Shall we move on? Yeah. All right. Oh, okay, okay. I got some. No, it's my, no we're oh. still going to go around. Oh, 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 oh you pulled up the, I thought that was the fun fact. So I'm like, no, no, no. We haven't. We're skipping him. So my next one, my number two, is George Michael. Oh. Okay. okay. I'm mad at myself for not even I, thinking of that I, one. I thought of that one, but it's like. Oh, far superior. Both... Far superior. I'll agree with it. I love me some wham, but. Sure. Wake well, me up before I, you go, go. another one that's I love super debatable. Well, we can come back around to you. Okay, cool. Yeah, George Michael, wham. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Joe. See, all my honor, I, I had Michael was my number two. And I all my, love one more. And all my, I want my number one, but uh, then my. I got two um, more. My honorable mentions are all ones more that were like, I like them better as a group. <laughs> that, But that people are often associated that with. That defeats yeah. the purpose, Joe. Well, no, like Eric Clapton. I much uh, preferred him Well, because he was Cream. in, like, 12 bands. Well, but, and everyone's like, oh, he's a great solo artist. I'm like, yeah, but his best work was, like, Cream and Derek and the Dominoes. And, so. Right. Derwood? Uh, let's not forget that Busta Rhymes originally was in a group. Now that's true. Yes. Uh, Amy, Busta Rhymes is a hip-hop artist. <laughs> he was in Digital Underground. No. No. Really? No. no. Wrong coast. <laughs> What do I know? Uh, he was Not, in a... Lead- she doesn't listen to wait, hip-hop. Wait, I do know that Digital Underground... Oh, Tupac was in Digital Underground. <laughs> Look at the big brain on Amy. Give me one moment in time. <laughs> Whitney Houston was not in Digital Underground. You know that would have been awesome. <laughs> Uh, Buster Rhymes was in Leaders of the New School, uh, who was... Uh, you made that up. I no, did he, not. He's telling the truth. They collaborated with uh, a, a tribe called Quest to make uh, one of the greatest hip-hop songs ever called Scenario. Uh, Buster Rhymes was the breakout star of that group, the Leaders of the New School, and went on to do fabulous things with a solo career. Um, most people probably don't even remember that he was part of Leaders of the New School. Never even heard of it. Of course, yes, because it's... They he, only he, put he, out two albums. Yeah. But Buster Rhymes was just... He was... So incredibly talented and so incredibly charismatic that it, you know, a group could not hold him. So, yeah. Well, yes, because they're sitting there doing scenario. And then Buster's like, okay, but this is cool. But what about... Like, what if I got on the mic and I just said, Woo-ha! <laughs> um, Oh, my God. You are totally doing your sex noises again, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe a little. Um, wow. Mr. Rhymes, we need another check on your woo-ha, please. Woo-ha! Oh, my God. That was perfect, Mr. Rhymes. All right. My, my number one, which might be a little controversial, I'm not sure, but my number one is Annie Lennox. Uh, that was what I was going to bring up as the highly debatable uh, one. Because uh, I love the arrhythmics. Yeah. Annie Lennox has yeah. had a wonderful solo I career. And she's Annie done some first-rate material. Your rhythmics was dope, though. I understand that. But Annie Lennox, though. You can't you can't see this at, uh, while you're listening to this podcast, but I'm leaning back thinking about this one. <laughs> Hand on the chin and everything. Oh. Why? Stroking his non-existent facial hair. No, the song, her song. No, no, Diva is an incredible album. Oh my god, it's so good. Walking on broken. Actually, Medusa's dope too. Yeah, Yeah. and that's and that's I think sometimes when thinking about all this, it's like, oh man, the band they were in was great, and then their solo career was great. Son of a bitch, they both are awesome. I know, but Annie Lennox. Oh, I just like I I I almost wanted to say Fogarty, but I love Creedence so much. And but Credence was basically Fogarty. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. I think oh that oh that was a silk. No, that was Credence. No, that oh no wait, it was just. Ba- I mean, he got sued for plagiarizing himself, which is awesome. <laughs> wow. Impressive. That, I yeah. know that shows you how much Credence was Fogarty. You so gotta, that's why you I didn't kind of limber up to do that kind yeah. of thing. But she even does a great cover of Whiter Shade of Pale. Like she's so no, awesome. Annie Lennox is amazing and has done. A, she has an impressive catalog. I just don't know if it's better I than Eurythmics. I think it is. I do. It's a, for me. It's a close one. It is a close. It one. It's very close. Very very close. Yeah. Joe, you got anything right. else yeah, to my, on my list? Yeah, my number one is unique, and I don't. And it's it's because it goes from basically the. The genius and front person of a band in the eighties, and then when they went solo, completely like out of left field, different sort of genre. John Waite, Danny Elfman. 
Because oh. you think of Oingo Boingo, but then you think of post Oingo Boingo and all the scoring he has done over the years. Oh, yeah. I, I I give that to you, Joe. Nice. I mean, the nice. Joe Simpsons may have just theme won. alone. Yeah. Trust trust Joe to speak on it. Yeah. Right? So I mean, it's like, and I love Oingo Boingo, and it's so hard to say. Well, it was better than, but well, I some mean, of his and, scoring and, is and talk iconic. About, talk about like. Talk about a, a, like a 360. Right? I mean, it's like finding out that John Williams was part of the Commodores. What do you say? <laughs> like, okay, his work in the Commodores was great, but Star Wars. The Tuskegee Funk remix. Nice. <laughs> nice. I would not have even thought of that. Yeah. Good job, Good call, Joe. Joe. Yeah, I would. One, I'm, I'm on your side Thank you. Good night. Ow, it's a star. <laughs> it's mighty, mighty. That's good. Java's letting it all hang out. Yeah. <laughs> good. Derwood, did you have anything else? I do. Go ahead. All right. I think we all know that the 90s is the best era of music of all time. Um, At me. At me. All right. Within the 90s, we had 90s R&B, the best era for R&B. At me. 90s (laughs) R&B was... Or a slam coffee mug down (laughs) angrily at you. 90s R&B was 40% Teddy Riley, 10% everybody else, and 40% this one other man. Originally, of the deal... Kenneth Babyface Edmonds. I have no idea what the deal is. Oh, wait. I only think of you on two occasions. That's day, day and night. And night. Okay. There's there's a lot to unpack here, first of all. I'd like to start by addressing that bullshit opening statement. Um, <laughs> Babyface. I oh man. <laughs> He's amazing, isn't he? He's got Anthony speechless. He is. He is. He is. He is great. But I don't know that I would necessarily say that his thumbprint in that genre was as strong in the second half as Teddy Riley's was in the first half of that decade. Okay. But the thing about um, Face and what he did uh, with uh, 90s R&B. Wasn't that Rod Stewart's group? Babyface, sorry. Um, he pretty much so it's faces. Whatever wasn't New Jack Swing is what Babyface was doing, and then it 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 was the the mold that became R and B for the future. From that point, in my opinion, uh, New Jack Swing, as amazing as it was, dated. and it's dated. Yeah. Unfortunately, I still love it. Yeah, 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 and will rock with it to this day. However. Babyface uh, gave R and B the 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 color and the shape that it still holds today, for better or for worse. Okay, that's fair. Well put. Thank you very much. I rest my case. I'm gonna throw some out, and we're gonna discuss discuss. Okay. Wrong. No, I'm joking. Let's start with Harumph. Fergie. She was in two groups. Yeah. Wild and, Orchid are, are and Black Eyed Peas. Are you including Kids Incorporated? No. <laughs> okay. Her shit's better than Wild Orchid. You obviously haven't heard Wild Orchid. I, I've heard Wild Orchid. Okay. I have my opinions. Okay. Right, let's just settle down. <laughs> the Fergie expert is about to speak. Oh, God. Joey. <laughs> Joey. No. Uh, okay. Wild Orchid was incredible, first of all. Uh, they were the greatest female vocal group that you've never heard of. Um, but that's a, that's a whole sto- other story for another time. They never really got the chance to go forward into something great. Um, as far as the Black Eyed Peas go, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I will maintain, and Derwood and I will fight about this forever. Forever. That the first three albums that the Black Eyed Peas did... The third one being the first one with Fergie, Elefunk, mm-hmm. are three of the finest hip-hop albums of their time, and everyone should own them. Oh, yes. Agreed with that. Um, I do not blame the fall of the Black Eyed Peas on Fergie, unlike most of their fan base. Some people don't need their chicken smothered. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm here for it. Uh, you know, and as far as like her solo career goes, I wouldn't call the best of what she's done better than the best of her work with the Black Eyed Peas. Alright. I would call it better than the worst of her work with the Black Eyed Peas. So we're saying Black Eyed Peas better than Fergie. I I personally think Black Eyed Peas better than Fergie. Yeah. And sorry Anthony, Fergie better than Wild Orchid. Oh. Uh, 
I mean, a strong case could be made for that, but All right. I don't know. Joe, do you have any strong feelings on this? No. Okay. <laughs> He's Team Martika. It's a thing. All right. Which one? Which one is better? Shaka Khan or Rufus? Oh, shit. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it, Shaka Khan. All right. All right. Um, Damn. Which one? I am going to say Shaka Solo only because, not to be confused with Shaka Zulu, uh, Shaka Solo only because Shaka Mad. there is Shaka more Mad. of a diversity of the style of music that she's done. She's done a lot of jazz. Uh, yeah. She's done a lot of pop. She's done a lot of R&B and soul. Uh, she recorded an album in Prince, which is always going to score you points with me. True. Um, True. But... Rufus was great. Rufus was so damn funky. But I, I, I think Shaka may have, yeah, may have gone beyond that. On just on the strength of the baseline of "Tell Me Something Good" alone. Well, you can I thank Stevie wanna, Wonder for that. Yeah, I kind of want to go with Rufus, honestly. Yeah. But, oh man, yeah. All it right. Just, that song uh, does because things these to me. are quick. I'm, I'm gonna jump in on these. Uh, Rufus. <laughs> 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 thank you, Joey. Joe. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh. I'm going to get really angry right now. I'm turning off my mic. <laughs> see, I actually omitted duos oh. from my, because it's kind of hard where it's like, and it's, because I had a couple like, oh, well, it's debatable. Well, that makes the Eurythmics thing null and void. No, it doesn't. Anyway. If, we're, if we're doing away with duos. Well, no, I, no, me Joe personally. Me personally. personally because I also did George Michael and Wham. Yeah, because like, I, 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 I yeah, I, I I'm Simon it's and tough. Garfunkel. I enjoy both immensely. Simon and Garfunkel. So it's... I would have instinctually <laughs> said Simon and Garfunkel, but when Joey and I originally had this conversation, he mentioned a particular song of Paul Simon's that I had not heard in a while, and then I played it at work the other day. 50 Ways is a kick-ass track. Oh. It's so good, and I'm just like... Mm. And I will say one thing, especially with... Um, Solo, because especially we're talking about different right. eras. Oh, yeah. Um, and I will always, always, always love the video of Call Me Out. Oh, yeah. Mm. And just, just that. And, and so that's just a genius thing that I'm. Well, and I think to, to walk it back to Shaka Khan for just a second, I think this is a similar situation where Paul went on to do much more varied types of music. Mm -hmm. Like he went big and Afrocentric and that kind of stuff, which I don't think would have happened if he and Garfunkel had stayed together. No, I mean, I mean, Graceland on its own. Graceland was a brilliant, brilliant album, yeah. mm -hmm. not just musically, but politically. Yeah. And yes. changed a lot of the ways that um, musicians were viewed as... Uh, sociopolitical figures um you know i mean he followed up with rhythm of the saints which i'm not like like in that vein and i'm not as big of a fan of it but uh graceland is such a a pinnacle album for music as activism that it really it really um it, it's it speaks huge volumes about his solo career yeah no derwood well, I, I mean, one thing I think is really important to... <coughs> excuse me. More what, sex my opinion. <coughs> you know what? Just move on. I'm sorry. Okay. <coughs> sorry about that. Derwood swallowed a fly. Thud. <laughs> <laughs> he just didn't want to answer Speaking the of solo artists, I mean, we have an opening yeah. for a new podcaster. <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Because cause I got to say my bit, my last bit about Simon and Garfunkel. Because it's go not going to be in the notes. No, no. Go um, <laughs> so... Um, Paul Simon on his own, like, I mean, with, with Graceland, There Goes Ryman Simon is such a phenomenal album. Uh, 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover is arguably one of my favorite just solo tracks. Um, and one of the the best, best drum kit lines ever. Thank you, Steve Gadd. Um, but, like, songs like Kodachrome, they're, they're just incredible but Simon and Garfunkel, the harmonies, like, right. like you that's can't, the thing. Yeah. It's, it's the, the, so the, the two of them, it's just so good. Yeah. And, that, and like, that's where it makes it hard is because right. it's like, they just work so well in those harmonies oh. together. And just, yeah, the, and the, that does music of that era yeah, too. And, and that the, just, just the, the, the songwriting is so strong. The harmonies are just incredible. And it's, just, it's so heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, like, like how good it is. I, I, I that is one I cannot choose. <laughs> 
Joey has gone null on that one. All right, here we go. Lauren Hill, the Fugees. Oh, shit. Uh, Unfair comparison. Uh, Why do you say that, Anthony? (laughs) Because Lauren Hill essentially put out one album. I know the MTV Unplugged thing was original music, which is wonderful. And the Miseducation of Lauren Hill is probably one of the greatest debut albums of all time. Mm, Yes. Um, But the Fugees made more music than that. Uh, I agree with that. They did make more music. But I do agree that Miseducation was probably better than anything the Fugees did. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Not by much, though, because let's let's not act like the Fugees were garbage. The Fugees, no, the Fugees, Fugees were, were amazing, great. amazing. Uh, but that uh-huh. one album that Lauren Hill did, Praz may have been garbage. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll go. I'll go ahead and and Wyclef was, on that. you know. Oh, I liked his. I liked his solo. Wyclef, Wyclef has done some good stuff, but I uh, Lauren Hill clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that one album she did come out with though was pretty transcendent. Um, I almost don't want her to ever do a follow-up. I mean, at the rate we're going, we're never getting one. But, yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, I love I, that meme. Are you going to the Lauren Hill concert tonight? Lauren Hill, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that, I, I, for me, honestly, it's a tough one. And it's because yeah. the Fugees did come out with much more music. But that one album by Lauren Hill was Strong. so damn good. Strong. Yeah, so damn tough good. Where it's like, yeah, you have such a big collection of good stuff. But then you have, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Gwen Stefani, No Doubt. I go with No Doubt all day. Okay. I love Gwen Stefani. Her solo work is garbage. Agreed. And that's not to say that it's terrible and I don't own all of it and listen to all of it. I was about to say. Because I love Gwen Stefani and it's fun pop confections. No Doubt was a great band. I yeah. agree. And, and did really... I mean, for... for such a for such a fad genre as ska was yes that neo ska yeah revival like they really made some pretty solid music after they were no longer a ska band yeah like i, I think they were kind of the anti black eyed peas that was a band that successfully betrayed their bible ah yeah good call good um, call or you know just grew and matured i don't know whichever you want to go with <laughs> but um i guess that means the peas regressed i don't know um but no, they I think, went back I think in the pod. Nothing Gwen Stefani has done can hold a candle to No Doubt. I would agree with that. I'd go No Doubt. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say No Doubt as well. Cool. I no doubt will say Gwen Stefani. I mean, No Doubt. <laughs> that thing, Damn you, it. that thing you did <laughs> there. <laughs> I see. Sting, the police. Honestly, oh. why are you all silent? <laughs> <laughs> the police is the yeah, obvious answer. I know. That's a, I'm. I'm gonna agree with Joey. Yeah, no, I, I, no, I, agree. I mean, although his Broadway show, no, no, yeah, no, the, the no, police. No, no, he, he's, he's right, he's right. It's, yeah, it's, no, it, 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 and it's not because hey. he's threatening us, hey. and he's pulled out a knife. Don't, don't tell Joey. When I listen to them, I can't tell the difference. Seriously? <laughs> I don't know which one's Sting and which one's the police. Oh really? my god, the shit all sounds the same to no. me. No. No. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Very no. I'm pretty sure then you're just listening to the police and you think it's Why Sting. Right. Shit. <laughs> no, no, it totally Okay, and all yeah, no, I, I will agree <laughs> with that. Across that is the board. 100% white people shit. White people shit. Yeah. Right. Genre jumping, genre jumping white people all shit. Right, well then here, I'll, I'll I'll get you right where you feel then. Diana Ross or the Supremes? Supremes. Straight yeah, up the Supremes. I'm, I'm, Supremes. Yeah, I'm going, going Supremes. Supremes. I'm going Supremes. And actually, what? I I, <laughs> I even like some of their post-Diana work. I'm just saying. Up I'm, the Ladder to the Roof, Stone Love. These are good songs. Look, I was actually I actually thought about Diana Ross, and then I tried to think, well, what was her solo stuff? I Want Muscle. I'm Coming Out, Upside Down, Working Overtime, uh, It's My Turn, Missing You. He could do this all night. No, and I'm sure he can. Uh, everything he mentioned... Ain't none of that shit anywhere near anything the Supremes did, in my opinion. I'll take Baby Love over every single one of those tracks you just mentioned. Here's the thing, though. The Supremes was just basically Diana Ross. We can't keep saying that, Actually, I disagree. The Supremes was actually Barry Gordy. Okay. Yeah, but... We included Beyonce in this, and we basically said yeah, Destiny's yeah. Child was basically Beyonce. That's true. That's what I said. So, that, that argument I, can be made. So basically, it was it was the thirty years prior, right? Beyonce, uh, Dr. Dre in W.A. Oh, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Uh, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> seriously, <laughs> seriously, you have got to be kidding me. If we, yeah, seriously, uh, well, hold on, okay. Chaos. If we're talking about if we're talking about 
commercial success. Okay, Dr. Dre, if we're talking about artistry. No, I still think you're wrong. Nope. Nope. And here's why. Because Straight Outta Compton is a landmark hip-hop album, and The Chronic is also a landmark hip-hop album. The Chronic changed the face of hip-hop permanently. Yeah. Not Straight Outta okay. Compton got a lot of attention. You're right. And it was definitely of gangster rap, but The Chronic ushered in... I mean, you can still hear records being made today that are standing on the shoulders of that album. Okay, you've changed my mind, but only because I just realized that uh, Dre's uh, impact as a producer is is far, 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 far reaching. Yep. I was thinking about Dre as a rapper, and Dre as a rapper, I will tell anybody this, I'll tell Dre this to his face, Dre as a rapper is garbage. Um, Eh. But as a musician, fucking amazing. So on the strength of that, I will go ahead and agree with you. Now, if you would have said Ice Cube, NWA, yeah, yeah, I go Ice Cube over NWA all day. No Vaseline, damn. Joe? I'm going dry. Good. Okay. I mean, and nothing in NWA can fuck with Family Affair by Mary J. Blige. What? Dr. Dre produced that that track. Okay. That's a dope track. It is. Swinging back to the light side of uh, pop music. Belinda Carlisle or the Go-Go's? Go-Go's. I thought Go-Go's. about this. Go-Go's all day. Well, because Belinda Carlisle was my boyhood crush, and I really do like her first album. Really? Yeah. She had such a round face. I was much more in. <laughs> I was much more into so uh, hot redhead Belinda Carlisle than chubby bleach blonde Belinda Carlisle. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Both beautiful, but I was, I was, you know, my not quite gay self was feeling redhead Belinda Carlisle. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I think pr- overall the Go Go's had had better. Love the Go Go's. Better songs. Um, Stevie Nicks or Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Death stare from I Joey. I was gonna say. Uh... Okay. I just asked the questions, Joey. <laughs> Unquestionably, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, I was gonna say. You just even if you only include rumors, like and discount. The rest of Fleetwood Mac I would look. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I know one Stevie Nicks song. No, I you know don't. two Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh. So it's got to be Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> um. I still want to bring up that favorite tweet of mine that Joey did years ago when he was running sound for a band. And he said... <laughs> Lead, dear lead singer of this band, I think three shawls is enough. Rest assured, we can all see your gypsy. <laughs> <laughs> he tweeted that like eight years ago, and I still laugh about it, thinking about it. Uh, speaking of uh, getting back to white people shit, uh, Glenn Fry or the Eagles? Oh, stop it. <laughs> I won't even dignify that with an answer. I know one Eagle song. I know zero Glenn Fry songs, so it's the Eagles. I mean, The Man Down the Road was a good song, but damn. Yeah. That, some of these are like, okay, like I, I jo- was jokingly saying I messaged Ringo or the Beatles. Right, you know, right. it's like. Maurice Gibb or the Bee Gees. All right, all right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Iggy Pop or the Stooges? Uh, see, I got mad love for Iggy's solo I stuff. I know, that's the thing. <laughs> and he, 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 was, he was one I questioned, and, and also someone I saw at. Fourth and B. I saw half of the Train Spotting soundtrack perform at Fourth and B. Basically, he, was, he seems to me like he would he would appear terrifying in person. Oh, we were down like right in front of He stage dives during the show, and this was like he's like a human wicker basket. 15, yeah, <laughs> like, I was afraid for him because he is like a, a, a running, walking skeleton with right. skin. It, it looks like they forgot to put the like skin basically on. no no they put the skin on. And then, you know, like those um, Space Saver bags where they suck all the air out? (laughs) (laughs) That's what he looks like. And, oh, um, and I saw, like, like, I want to say it was, like, an Onion article or something. And it saw, like, a, you know, um, it was something like a shirtless Iggy Pop is outside um, a liquor store asking teens to buy him booze or something like that. He's, like, 97 years old, but he has abs. (laughs) He looks like human jerky. Uh, when I was looking up different lists, I saw this and I was like, "Oh my god!" If anyone picks the other, uh, David Lee Roth or Van Halen, like <laughs> <laughs> Narc. Let's let's not act like that wasn't fucking awesome. Oh my god! 
This is oh my lord. I know all the same well, list was also uh, Darius Rooker. I cannot. <laughs> That's it. I'm leaving. Well, the one that I had that was kind of oh uh, the second here. Are you saying his solo stuff is better than Hootie and the Blowfish? Better? No. Let's not sit here and act like Darius Rucker is fucking garbage with the solo shit. <laughs> Can we also not act like Hootie and the Blowfish isn't garbage? <laughs> How fucking dare you? Well, they weren't garbage. They were Hootie and the Blowfish. Garbage was a completely different band. <laughs> Did Shirley Manson have a solo career? Oh, I no, no, no. That was nice. Sorry, now, one that I and I'm trying to think because I can't remember the exact actual, actual timeline of it. Because one that I thought about, but was. Neil Young and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Oh, I thought you were going to say Neil Young and Crazy Horse. Oh, okay. <laughs> be, sorry, just I will let you're going to have to be a patron to hear yep, Joey's yep, notes yep, to yep. hear us talk about CSNY. Derwood is still over there steaming. Hootie and the Blowfish was a magical. <laughs> they're coming to wonderful coming to moment in time. Concert. Yeah, they are with bare naked ladies. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. At whatever the hell that amphitheater's um, name down in oh Chula Vista. God. Is it Sleep Train? No, it's now um, North Cricket Island Wireless. Credit Union. North Island Credit Union? <laughs> yeah. All our stadiums in San Diego are now named after credit unions. Yeah. Oh or casinos. Or like, casinos, Which yeah. is confusing. Let's go to the Valley View Casino Center. That's not, not a Valley, Valley View, View Casino. casino. <laughs> um, I, was, I did not know that Misty Elliott had been in a group. She was in a group called Sista. Oh yeah, they were actually uh, discovered by uh, the most uh, or you know, most uh, not necessary uh, <laughs> member of Jodeci. Um Devontae Swing. No, Dalvin. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She. I mean, yeah, but I mean, does it? Yeah. Does it count? Does it count? I don't think it counts. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the group when they just did. The, oh, she was um, also in another group called Swing Lady Mom. Marmalade from Moulin Rouge. And Timbaland was in that group too. Well, well apparently sense. Timberland and, and Pharrell were in a group. Well, Pharrell was in um, SBI. NERD. NERD. No, I had SBI. Pharrell. Oh, he was also in NERD. Um, yeah. Timberland and Pharrell were together in a group called SBI. Virginia represent. I don't know what that means. It means uh, he's from Virginia, <laughs> and, and he so wants to call out the fact that these famous people are also from there and became successful. I'm just trying to yes. see what else. I, oh, I also had Ozzy Osbourne and Black Sabbath on my list. Ugh. That's, so I can't think of that is tough because it's like I love solo. a lot of Ozzy's solo work, but also the Paranoid album <laughs> alone is one of my favorite. Personal albums, preference, so. solo Ozzy. Help, help me with uh, some solo Ozzy hits. Mama, I'm coming home. Crazy Train. Oh, that wasn't Sabbath. No, no, that was it was long after Sabbath. Yeah. You decided to go Ozzy now. Uh, which one did War Pigs? That that's off Paranoid. That's that's Sabbath. White Stripes. <laughs> Um, um, I'll take Dres Jack White Dresden over White Stripes. Dresden you know what, though? You know, oh, here's the thing. Here's that's, the thing. That's another Destiny's Child thing. Wow, that's a weird comparison. <laughs> Joey's giving me the weirdest look. I love Jack White. I'm sorry, Joey. Uh, because of Iron Man, I go Black Sabbath. Jack White was the White Stripes. Come yeah. on now. He was. He just couldn't that's do That's like all, saying Trent Reznor was your favorite member of Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> There's a... Chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what I found funny, because this group just keeps on going, was Ricky Martin and... Um, Menudo. Menudo. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Are any of us going to sit here and act like we know Menudo hits? Anthony? I, I don't. Yeah, I, don't. I was going to say, if Anthony doesn't. <laughs> I, I remember them and being Joey big in the 80s. I, I can't help you. But, yeah. I, I can't. I, I can't. thought I just thought that was funny because I was because they just replace members in that. It's not like, they, well, do. they aged out. They yeah. do. Yeah, they, they aged out. But in, in, <laughs> That's why it's hard yep. to call because let's be honest. Ricky Martin with the Latin Explosion and that one song uh, was a pretty a big no, deal. He had a couple, he had a couple of hits. I was I, a I don't huge wanna... fan of Ricky Martin's yeah. Latin Explosion, and I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to sit here and make it sound like I'm talking shit because to but, this day I love Living La Vida Loca, and ironically, love that song. And it was it, it was a big big deal. But what Menudo has done over the years, because they keep on going, and not necessarily in this country, but in Latin America, right? Also a very big deal. I mean, think about think about if New Kids on the Block just kept on going with the with same popularity aren't, aren't they that they had when people. they no, but with new people with the same popularity that they always had. Think about how popular New Kids on the Block were when they first did. Which would have been such an easy transition because they're New Kids on the Block every exactly. couple of years. God damn it! it late eighties, nineties people. Why didn't you think of this? <laughs> wow. What? 
They were one of the biggest Latin boy bands in history. Name me two others. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they had great success in the 80s. They made two movies. There were two Menudo movies. Those were probably shitty. I, how dare you? I mean, we that's racist. Seen, we haven't seen no, that. I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure every boy band that's made a movie as the boy band has been shitty. Is shitty. Yeah, that's a really that, good that, point. that that is a universal truth, not a um, racial. Um, wow, the original lineup consisted of two sets of brothers. The huh. more you know, that's like, pretty cool. Just like another conjoined? bad creation. What? I said, just like another bad creation. I was gonna say, oh, it, and I oh said no, it, there's only one set of brothers. Conjoined. Wow, what's wrong with you? <laughs> last last year was their 40th anniversary tour. This is what I'm saying. Damn, good for them. They put oh, out I hope a they brought back albums. Every, I hope they brought back everybody for that tour. You know, you know, Ricky uh, Martin. Oh, please, didn't show. You, know, you know, Ricky Martin didn't show. <laughs> well, yeah, but well, how are you gonna get that many people on stage at the TikTok end? They <laughs> first of all, they rotate. They'd be like headlining the AMPM with Parliament. Hey, I, I, I've seen, I, I've, I've seen Clinton perform. They that they all fit in House of Blues, <laughs> That's and true. they outnumbered the audience. Well, <laughs> it's easier for them all to fit on stage than that At one. At this point, just I'm surprised they outlived the audience. Well, no, because they bring like his grandson's in the band. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I was, I remember when we saw it, I, I was saying, oh man, wouldn't wouldn't a great double bill in House of Blues be um, George Clinton and Wu Tang? Because the Jesus amount, of, the sheer amount of people involved in that would be, and the amount of weed that you would, you would have got contact bust. and menudo. <laughs> I love that kind of soup. It is a soup, yeah. yeah. And no, that's, you don't. That's how they got that name. <laughs> now, uh, well, I just have one, one oh, other one. Ahead, I'm Jeff. just wondering because I mean, since we were, ta- I had discounted because of my rule of duos, but yeah, yeah. Sunny and Cher versus Cher. Oh, Cher all day. Cher won an Academy Award. Cher. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Cause, but that's one that's where it's like, yeah, Sonny and Cher had a great chemistry and they had some talent, but then she obviously... <laughs> Would you really call that a great chemistry? On TV, they did. Yeah, I suppose. She faked it, Will. I, I, I'm, I'm talking about... I don't, per- think, I don't think she was faking it. I think she really hated him. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, seriously, their whole bit was her throwing shade on him. Yeah, but it worked great. Chemistry point. does not have to be good chemistry. He'd be like, Cher, you look beautiful. She's like, shut the fuck up, you ugly motherfucker. <laughs> Here's a tree. Oh. oh. It's, it's been, what, 20 years? And he's still dead. dead. Damn, Joe. Damn. Damn, Joe. Damn, Joe. Joe. Your solo career is not going to be as good as Still thinking about Justin Timberlake. I'm oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. You and Jimmy Fallon. All right. <laughs> so that's it. That's all I got. Okay, well, th- this has been quite a discussion. Do we have any closing thoughts on, uh, you know, may- maybe, uh, I don't know, do do we see any bands nowadays where we think some members, like, actually, you, Durwood, you brought up earlier today, Dave Grohl. I did, yeah, actually. He could, I was trying to get clarification on what we were actually doing here, because originally, it was pitched that we were looking for lead singers who outshine their original band. And in my head, you know, I first started thinking about, you know, who was going to put on there. And then I did some research and I came up with Babyface. But he wasn't the lead singer of the deal. And I was like, and you were oh, like, ooh, fuck. Freddie Murray. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you pulled it up. And so, yeah, then I was asking about that. And I, 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 just for an example, I remembered Dave Grohl. In my opinion, I think the Foo Fighters stuff has ended up being better than, than uh, Nirvana stuff. I would so. agree with that. But uh, I, was, yeah. I was never a fan of Nirvana. I enjoy both. They're both very Different, and I think right. that was smart on Grohl's part is I, going yeah. completely different and not trying to keep. And I think that's another example of the solo artist going off on their own and creating music that probably would not have been what their band evolved to. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right, we're good. Wrap that's us good. up. All right, well, there's there's a lot to be said here, and I'm sure uh, all of you listening may have some opinions. If you do, please feel free to get on our Facebook page at the House Pop Culture, uh, or you can follow us on Twitter every day at Pop Culture House. You can also follow me, Anthony Donovan, at Daboy D A B O Y. I'm at Reggie Swing. Mine changed recently, so I'm I have to remember what the hell it is now. It's Prisoner Two Four Six Obi One. That's super easy. <laughs> or you can email us at 
thehouseofpopculture at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. We want to take this opportunity to thank everybody at the community building in Hillcrest and sound engineer Joey. We love you. Also, sorry. Uh, yeah, we, uh, we love you, Joey. It's going to be very interesting we, notes we after you. this. There may be some tears, but uh, if you are a patron on our Patreon page, you can hear exclusive content like our pre- and post-show notes. You can also hear special episodes that we dropped just on there. A little bit of nuggets for you. And we're going to have some more things coming up, and we want to thank everyone who is a patron of the house yeah, of pop culture man like love i said patrons. at the top of the show we, we would you. not be able to do this if it weren't for you and if you want to get in on this and you're digging what we're doing by all means throw your money at it for as little as one dollar a month you can unlock exclusive features and we want to share this with you like this time you can probably listen to joey you know berate us about being silent about staying in the police yeah <laughs> there's a yeah there's a whooping coming dad daddy's gonna be mad when he gets home yeah I know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's gonna give us a definitive answer over who's better bobby brown or new edition <laughs> right so in closing i just want to say damn i love it when busta rhymes comes through our studio put your wall on this mouth <laughs> <laughs> Another classic, Frank. <laughs> <laughs>